The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Right after a holiday, it always seems kind of like a Monday, but it is, in fact, Wednesday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, July 5th, 2023, Wednesday of the 13th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year A, Cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Anthony Mary Zacharia. He was among the early movers of the Counter-Reformation. He was born in 1502, received a medical doctorate at 22, while working among the poor of his native Cremona in Italy, he was attracted to the religious apostolate. He renounced his rights to any future inheritance, worked as a catechist, and he was ordained a priest at the age of 26. He was called to Milan in a few years and laid the foundations of three religious congregations, one for men, one for women, and an association of married couples. Their aim was the reform of the decadent society of their day, beginning with the clergy, religious, and lay people. He was greatly inspired by St. Paul. His congregation is named the Barnabites, after the companion of that saint. Anthony encouraged collaboration of the laity and the apostolate, frequent communion, 40 hours devotion, and the ringing of church bells at 3 o'clock on Fridays. While on a mission of peace, Anthony became seriously ill and was brought home for a visit to his mother. He died at Cremona at the age of 36 in 1539. St. Anthony Zacharia, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of Thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech Thee that our thanks may come to Thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today we have the Gospel out of Matthew. When Jesus came to the territory of the Gadarenes, two demoniacs were coming from the tombs, met him. They were so savage that no one could travel by that road. They cried out, What have you to do with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the appointed time? Some distance away a herd of swine was feeding. The demons pleaded with him, If you drive us out, Send us into the herd of swine. And he said to them, Go, then. They came out and entered the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away, and when they came to the town, they reported everything 
including what had happened to the demoniacs. Thereupon the whole town came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their district. There has been a couple of times a year we run into this gospel, whether from Mark, Matthew, or Luke, all three synoptics record it. But while there are many elements here, I would like to ask the simple question, perhaps, why did the demons want to enter the swine? Perhaps it was preferable to the abyss. They ask you, Jesus, to enter them. Why did you let them enter, the demons enter, the swine? You left us many possible questions and answers here. But I would like to ask about you, Lord, about the collective behavior of these pigs. They all rushed down and drowned. One could think that they did not want to add to your mystery, Lord, the acknowledgement of your power, Jesus, over the demons, over things, over us. I offer that the reason that the pigs ran down to destroy themselves was that was their will. Jesus, you have graced pigs with remarkable intelligence and fine senses, especially a sense of smell. Their decision to end their lives, I believe, Jesus, says much about the intelligence you gave them and their desire not to live as beings possessed by demons. It didn't seem right, nor smell right. I would hope that we, dear listener, and all those that we would know would have, who have more powerful intelligence and divine grace, that we would avoid all that would lead to demonic possession. That perhaps is a path further down in dealing with the occult. But for all of us, aren't we not? Aren't we not threatened by curiosity? Perhaps we might get attracted by that curiosity to know more, more than Jesus you allow us in our, your daily gift and grace. We would want to go to a deeper way. What a curiosity. And this would be the path, a starting path, an introductory path of divination. What is divination? We go to the dictionary. It says, divination is the art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. What are these powers? Lord, you give us our daily bread. You give us daily grace. We ask for it in the Our Father. But you don't give us much unless you have some great plan in mind. And we, when we're curious, perhaps are not seeking your great plan for us, Jesus. We want to be careful to follow your grace, to not seek divination, to not feed that curiosity. There is a thing similar to it in word. It is called divinization. And this is not seeking knowledge and foretelling events like that. No, it's seeking to be like the divine, like you, to be more a son of God or a daughter of God, to be like you, having your mind and your heart. That's a different thing. Where might divination enter my life if I were a curious fellow and gave in to it and not followed your grace, Lord? It might be through something like looking at and dealing with an Ouija board. The Ouija board, also known as a spirit board or talking board, is a flat board marked with the letters of the Latin alphabet, the numbers 0 to 9, the words yes, no, occasionally a hello and goodbye, along with various symbols and graphics. Included also is a planchette, which people put their fingers on while they await the spirits to answer questions put to them. 
Does that sound harmless enough? Jesus, let's go to a question and answer website. A priest has asked, a friend of mine has used a Ouija board on several occasions. I've advised him against using it, but he insists it's just for fun and is harmless. Is that true? The priest answers, no, the Ouija board is far from harmless. It is a form of divination, seeking information from supernatural sources. The fact of the matter is the Ouija board really does work. The only spirits that will be contacted through it are evil ones. The movie in the 70s that came out, very exciting to some, called The Exorcist. The movie is widely known. The real case on which it is based is unknown to the many. Although the story was originally published in 1949 in the Washington Post. In fact, that's where the author of the book and movie, William Peter Blatty, got the idea for his novel, which was made into that film. It tells the story of the so-called Mannheim case, the story of a 14-year-old boy from Mount Rainier, Maryland. His aunt, who was fond of the Ouija board game, one would call it maybe, uh, introduced him to it. Well, things got worse from there. The boy eventually became possessed, and many months of repeated exorcism rites by Catholic priests finally managed to exorcise the demons. The family, which was Lutheran, all converted, the parents, the boy, his siblings, to Catholicism. While that was extraordinary, I would offer, God, to all of our listeners, in your presence, to not even go near difficulties. Why would I go so close to things that lead me away from you? Why would I not go the opposite way, to not divination giving into curiosity and where that might take me, but into divinization, where I would call you into my heart, call you into my life. St. Josemaria says, to live according to the Holy Spirit means to live by faith and hope and charity, to allow God to take possession of our lives and to change our hearts, to make us resemble him more and more. A mature and profound Christian life cannot be improvised because it's the result of the growth of God's grace in us. Lord, we would call you into us. We would take hold of your grace, follow your will to be great lovers of you, that you would animate us, lead us with the Holy Spirit from the inside. St. Josemaria goes on, and so we can apply to ourselves the question asked by the apostle. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And we can understand it as an invitation to deal with God in a more personal and direct manner. For some, however, unfortunately, the paraclete is the great stranger, the great unknown. He is merely a name that is mentioned, but not someone, and not one of the three persons in the one God whom we can talk to and whose life we can live. Jesus, you have given me an immortal soul, a heart. You, I am made in your image to know and love you. Let me correspond to your request, loving request, to have this loving relationship, to know you, to deal with you, to let you lead my life. St. Josemaria goes on to say, let us see how this truth applies in our daily lives. Let us describe, at least in general, the way of life which will bring us to deal in a familiar way with the Holy Spirit, together with the Father and the Son. Let us fix our attention on three fundamental points, docility, life of prayer, and union with the cross. Docility because it is the Holy Spirit 
with his inspirations that gives us a supernatural tone to our thoughts, desires, and actions. I call this into me. Jesus, let me be the child of God led by your spirit. Let me have this confidence. Let me really have this loving, trusting way with you. It is my identity to be a child of God. Let me know your love. Let me follow you, Jesus. Help me with good curiosity to know you and your love and your way of dealing with the souls you give me. There is such a big difference between divination and divinization. The child of God I take on, the features of my Father, my divine Father God. I begin to look like another Christ. I am led from the interior by the Holy Spirit. Mary, my mother, help me to understand this. Guide me, protect me, lead me into the ways of being a child of God. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. I love love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord Lord has saved saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. 
the bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord Lord has saved me. He He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord and have not fallen away, for his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere, you show yourself sincere. But the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp my God, who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation. Put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my eyes and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace which came from the mouth of the Lord. From the second book of Samuel. Ishbal, son of Saul had two company leaders named Baana and Rechab, sons of Rimnon, the Beerothite of the tribe of Benjamin. The Erath, too, was ascribed to Benjamin. The Beerothites fled to Gitiam, where they have been resident aliens to this day. Jonathan, son of Saul, had a son named Meribal with crippled feet. He was five years old, when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. But in their hasty flight, he fell and became lame. The sons of Rimon the Barathite, Rechab and Benaah, came into the house of Izbahal, 
during the heat of the day while he was taking his siesta. The portress of the house had dozed off while sifting wheat and was asleep. So Rechab and his brother Ba'ana slipped past and entered the house while Ishbaal was lying asleep in his bedroom. They struck and killed him and cut off his head. Then, taking the head, they traveled on the Ererba robe all night long. They brought the head of Ishbaal to David in Hebron and said to the king, This is the head of Ishbaal, son of your enemy Saul, who sought your life. Thus has the Lord this day avenged my lord and king on Saul and his posterity. But David replied to Rechab and his brother Baana, sons of Rimeon the Berathite, As the Lord lives, who rescued me from all difficult in Ziglag, I seized and put to death the man who informed me of Saul's death, thinking himself the bearer of good news for which I ought to give him a reward. How much more now, when wicked men have slain an innocent man in his bed at home, must I hold you responsible for his death and destroy you from the earth? So at a command from David, the young men killed them and cut off their heads and feet, hanging them up near the pool in Hebron. But he took the head of Ishbaal and buried it in Abner's grave in Hebron. All the tribes of Israel came to David in Hebron and said, Here we are, your bone and your flesh. In days past, when Saul was our king, it was you who led the Israelites out and brought them back. And the Lord said to you, You shall shepherd my people Israel and shall be commander of Israel. When all the elders of Israel came to David in Hebron, King David made an agreement with them before the Lord, and they anointed him king of Israel. David was thirty years old when he became king and he reigned for forty years, seven years and six months in Hebron over Judah, and thirty-three years in Jerusalem over all Israel and Judah. Then the king and his men set out for Jerusalem against the Jebusites who had inhabited the region. David was told, You cannot enter here. The blind and the lame will drive you away, which was their way of saying, David cannot enter here. But David did take the stronghold of Zion, which is the city of David. The Word of the Lord. The kings of the earth rise up in revolt, and the rulers conspire together against the Lord and his anointed. I have have enthroned my king king on Zion, Zion, my my holy holy mountain. Why do the nations rage and the people plot in vain? I have enthroned my king on Zion, my holy mountain. A reading from the book Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila, Virgin. When asking a favor of some person of importance, would anyone be so ill-mannered and thoughtless as not first to consider how best to address him in order to make a good impression and to give him no cause for offense? Surely he would think over his petition carefully and his reason for making it, especially if it were for something specific and important as our good Jesus tells us our petitions should be. It seems to me that this point deserves serious attention. My Lord, could you not have included all in one word by saying, Father, give us whatever is good for us? After all, 
to one who understands everything so perfectly, what need is there to say more? O eternal wisdom, between you and your Father that was enough. That was how you prayed in the garden. You expressed your desire and fear, but surrendered yourself to His will. But as for us, my Lord, you know that we are less submissive to the will of your Father, and need to mention each thing separately, in order to stop and think whether it would be good for us, and otherwise not ask for it. You see, the gift our Lord intends for us may be by far the best. But if it is not what we wanted, we are quite capable of flinging it back in His face. That is the kind of people we are. Ready cash is the only wealth we understand. Therefore the good Jesus bids us repeat these words, this prayer for His kingdom to come in us. Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. See how wise our Master is. But what do we mean when we pray for this kingdom? That is what I am going to consider now, for it is important that we should understand it. Our good Jesus placed these two petitions side by side, because He realized that in our inadequacy, we could never fittingly hallow, praise, exalt, or glorify this holy name of the Eternal Father, unless He enabled us to do so, by giving us His kingdom here on earth. But since we must know what we are asking for, and how important it is to pray for it without ceasing, and to do everything in our power to please Him who is to give it to us. I should now like to give you my own thoughts on the matter. Of the many joys that are found in the kingdom of heaven, the greatest seems to me to be the sense of tranquility and well-being that we shall experience when we are free from all concern for earthly things. Glad because others are glad, and forever at peace, we shall have the deep satisfaction of seeing that by all creatures the Lord is honored and praised and His name blessed. No one ever offends Him, for there everyone loves Him. Loving Him is the soul's one concern. Indeed, it cannot help but love Him, for it knows Him. Here below, our love must necessarily fall short of that perfection and constancy. But even so, how different it would be, how much more like that of heaven, if we really knew our Lord. He who knows what good things to give his children exhorts us to ask, to seek, and to knock. The more, the more truly, truly we, we believe, the, the more strongly we hope, and the more ardently we desire, the more, more generously we will receive. In our petitions, we will receive more by sighs than by speech, more by tears than by words. The, the more truly we believe, the more strongly we hope, and the more ardently we desire, the more generously we will receive. Let us pray. O God, who through the grace of adoption chose us to be children of light, grant, we pray, that we may not be wrapped in the darkness of error, but always be seen to stand in the bright light of truth. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 
The Lord encounters a legion of demons in today's gospel. It's coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. There are several important things going on in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible. It's from the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And when he came to the other side, to the country of the Gadarenes, two demoniacs met him, coming out of the tombs so fierce that no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Have you come here to torment us? before the time. Now a herd of many swine was feeding at some distance from them, and the demons begged him, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of swine. Go. So they came out and went into the swine, and behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and perished in the waters. The herdsmen fled, and going into the city, they told everything and what had happened to the demoniacs. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they begged him to leave their neighborhood. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, one thing to be learned from that gospel passage is that God often works through what we see as difficult problems. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. If that slaughter of the pigs had not happened, the swineherds would probably not have gone to the town, and its inhabitants would not have learned that Jesus was there, so close to them. If the woman who came across the master in Capernaum had not been ill for such a long time and had not spent every penny she had on doctors, perhaps she would never have approached the master to touch the hem of his garment and would never have heard Jesus' consoling words, the most important words she was to hear in her life, which were worth far more than all her sufferings and useless expenditure. What seems a misfortune to us is perhaps not so dreadful. Sin is the only absolute evil. And from it, with love, with humility, and with contrition, we can draw out the most sweet-tasting effects of a new encounter with Christ, an encounter in which the soul is rejuvenated. Behind those apparent evils, illness, exhaustion, pain, financial ruin, we always find Jesus smiling at us and holding out his hand to help us bear that situation and grow internally. How grateful that leper must have been for having suffered the sorry burden of his disease, for it was what led him to Christ. The misfortunes of this life are a constant call to our heart, which says to us, The teacher is here and is calling for you. But if we are more attached to our own plans, health, and life than we are to God's will, sometimes mysterious and incomprehensible to us at the beginning, We will come to look on misfortune as only the loss of something that, being only partially and relatively good, we have perhaps treated as absolute and definitive. What a great mistake we would make if we failed to see Jesus visiting us at those very moments. 
God disposes events with a logic quite different from our own, in such a way that sometimes with sorrow and at others with delight, we should detach ourselves from everything else so that He may fill our entire existence. We should often think about the interaction of God within us. He disposes even the least of happenings in order to make us happy. He arranges everything in such a way as to make detachment from ourselves and from our future plans easy, so that we become saints. In God's eyes, a single soul is of greater value than the whole universe, and the marvels that God works in the secrecy of our lives are by far more extraordinary than all the splendid wonders of the material cosmos. If those Gentiles had understood who was in their midst, if they had perceived the wonder worked in those two men who were freed from the devil, what would their financial misfortune have mattered if through it they had come to recognize Jesus? They would have been so grateful and would have invited Jesus into their houses and organized a great banquet because the Master was with them and because two lost men had been restored to them. If we look at the lesser or greater misfortunes of this life with the eyes of faith, we will always end up giving thanks for them, for that sickness, for the humiliation we were made to endure when we least looked for it, for hunger, for thirst, for loss of employment. Thank you, Lord, we will say to him from the depths of our hearts, because you have presented yourself to me where I least expected you. Let us ask Our Lady, who experienced so many hardships, so much anguish, so much sorrow, to teach us not to miss those opportunities of meeting Christ in the midst of the humanly speaking most unfavorable circumstances. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song, exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear, great King over all the earth. 
He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from Him, given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on His holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, It is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Incline my heart according to to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you took yesterday off and today seems like a Monday, cheer up. It's only three days until the weekend. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.